Welcome to the Black Belt Podcast. You're listening to episode 33. Today's guest is Hong Louis. Hong is actually the first return guest to the show, as he was on a little over a year ago on episode 4. So if you haven't already, make sure to check that out. The reason I asked Hong on again is because a lot happened in the last year since he was on. After we chatted for the podcast, Hong won a bronze medal at the World Championships in Germany. And he was going to retire after that and it seemed like a good way to finish winning a bronze medal. But after a little bit of persuasion, Hong decided to come back for one more Euros to finish off his 20-year career with 10 Worlds and 10 Euros. However, the story didn't stop there as Hong actually went and won the Euros last year in Bosnia and got the dream fairy tale ending of retiring as European champion. So I thought it would be great to have Hong on to tell the story of the ups and downs of the last year, which eventually ended with an incredible up. As always, make sure to like, share and subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and hope you enjoy. So what's up, Hong? How are you? Very good. At yeah. home. Uh, just chilling. Uh, Going to do a bit of virtual training with Sabina and uh, Brendan later on. And are you going to do that? Is that going to be outside even, or do you have room inside? Are you going no, to go to the club? No, it's going to be we're going to be doing it in the in the hall. Every few days, we just go up to the uh, the hall just to make sure that the premises uh, are kind of during this time. Since we have a premises hall that is not is not being used, we're just because we had it since January. Uh, every now and then, we just go there just to add new things to it. So at least. When the whole pandemic is over, our students will be able to come back to maybe new features and new uh, training tools in there. Uh, just trying to upgrade it instead of just sitting at home doing kind of nothing. So during this time, maybe just uh, try to upgrade their facilities a little bit more together with our uh, business partner who is in the aqua gymnastics. So together with us, we're just trying to upgrade the facilities and using those this free time just to uh, make the place better place so that our, our new athletes will be able to uh, use it when this whole thing come back, yeah. Yeah, how was the, how, how was the, the, the gym going? How was the, the hall going after, because like you said, you only just moved in full time in January, was it, was it going well? Yeah. We are. We have been very fortunate uh, because the person that we dealt with, um, we were able to uh, negotiate with them to just freeze the uh, the rent for uh, for April. Uh, I think, unfortunately, for March, for example, it's a compromise thing uh, where we've already paid up front already, but uh, the pandemic uh, was. We, I think we, we did two weeks and then after that, myself and Sabina, we decided that uh, for we wanted to participate with what the nation and the global people are doing uh, regarding this social distancing and it's for the safety of our students. So we decided just to put it on pause. But little did we know that it was going to uh, continue for so long, uh, so much further on. So uh, we can only listen to what the medic uh, Sabina is an uh, ICU nurse herself so she, uh, her, her details on how the uh, how the pandemic is rising in the healthcare facility obviously her details uh, her, her information will be a lot more up to date and uh, with with that going on so we will make a, a judgment call between the two of us we, whether when we can start back and also with the government guidelines. So using this time, we're just trying to uh, 
uh, improve the facility so that uh, rather than uh, being sad about it because everyone is suffering the same thing. There's, there's no point of being upset about it. Uh, it also gives us a good time to uh, rethink about our teaching structures. Uh, when people come back, for example, what do we need to do from our own perspective? Yeah, have you yeah. have you taken to putting anything out online for for members, or have you kind of just left it off? Or we 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 have been doing a few recordings, uh, but um, I've been a little bit um, struggling with the uh, with the technology side. Like I said, uh, the Zoom, even this is the first time I'm using this, and I'm uh, I, I didn't realize to that is actually quite easy to uh, to use. I'm kind of your typical dinosaurs. I'm a bit like, oh, a bit scared, skeptical and scared to use it first. But uh, um, I think as we we have a guideline that it's uh, from the government that it's going to start back. Uh, maybe there'll be a relief on the in May, but we have to predict that it might not happen. So I think uh, we, myself and Sabina, we're just going to talk about how to perhaps either to pre-record it and put a... Uh, a video online privately for the students. Uh, it's uh, we're not that uh, confident enough to do the uh, Facebook Live or yeah. the, the other guys are amazing. They, they can do it. I just <laughs> I I maybe I don't have the courage to do it, or maybe I'm just uh, not quite there. Like if you ask me to give a seminar. I'm I'm out well able for it, and there could be a hundred of faces out there, but this this is a it's it's a whole new experience. I'm I must admit I'm quite um, uh, it's nervous doing yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard when you're looking into a camera, I suppose, instead of instead of you know could be. 20 30 40 faces like you are, like could be at a seminar it's a, yeah uh, bigger it's, it's different looking at looking into a camera yeah 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 <laughs> hmm. uh, so. like in a in, in a uh, in a class or in a seminar there is a bit of a small interaction and there's a bit of small feedback straight away when people uh when things are not really correct but in a virtual sometimes you're in the mode uh you, you you pop the screen are so small and the people are so small, you probably don't even know uh, if anyone is uh, struggling with the techniques. But I think uh, looking at some of the feedback from people uh, on the, because uh, I was doing a bit of research, uh, I think that it's better than nothing. So uh, I think maybe we will, we will look into it uh, beginning of next week so that we can have at least uh, a video feedback even if we kept it private for our students so that they have something to do uh, rather than nothing to do uh, i'm sure those proactive ones they might be looking at other instructors that has already i mean the ita as well as the global people has been doing a lot of facebook live and a lot of instagram live i mean good for them i mean they are uh I i'm delighted to to see that but uh i'm a much slower creature <laughs> <laughs> yeah understandable like it, it kind of was just sprung on everybody it wasn't something that we had time to prepare for really so you know so yeah unfortunately i mean look looking at i mean i i would be upset i suppose seeing how um uh, how much things are put on pause because uh just 
finishing off the competition, uh, there is a teething stage as well. And a teething part of the teething stage is also to see um, uh, the next generation coming up and to see uh, who would be in the next uh, international championship and who is the next uh, big force. Uh, especially I, uh, now that I've kind of uh, come off it myself, so I, I love to see who is the next uh, big power, if that makes sense. Uh, that, that keeps me excited and, um, uh, uh, and seeing where the sport is going to go. Yeah, wonderful. So uh, it's about to bring that up. We'll, we'll, we'll get on to, I suppose, and speak a bit about that. Like the last, like we said before, you come on, we, we, we won't go back really and touch on like how you started and your journey up maybe to, to mm-hmm. where we were last year. Because if anybody wants to hear that story, they can go and listen to the previous episode. It's, it was episode four, I'm pretty sure. Um, so I think we kind of like, when you like I said, when you were on last time, we were in the middle of training for the, the World Championships in uh, in Germany. And uh, yeah, they, they, they we were to... just talking about it. Yeah, about coming back, and that I must admit that was very daunting. I remember because we talked about it because when I uh, did the the year before the 2018 um, coming back down the weight, um, there was obviously a lot of personal struggle in terms of trying to manage the weight. Uh, the brain is just. Um, uh, so enthusiastic and you do remember what you have achieved in the past uh, but uh, the, the game has also changed a lot as well uh, I can choose to be uh, ignorant about this and not being updated about it but the speed uh, was something that I, I myself could not comprehend myself I did not realize uh, how much faster the game was at a lighter weight uh, in between the combination. I was really taken back a little bit. Uh, I didn't uh, I didn't go in there thinking that I was gonna uh, do well, if that makes sense. I just wanted to retest myself after such a big campaign in uh, uh, the, 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 the team championship that it was we were doing. And it was a good time for me to test myself and give myself a little challenge. Um, but, after our conversation, um, I, I was putting a lot of time and effort uh, more to the point of uh, training sometimes six, seven, eight times a week because I was feeling really good and the, the weight was really shifting uh, according to the program a little bit uh, more in, uh, more correctly, including a diet, strength and train, uh, strength and conditioning, and also putting in a little bit more uh, sparring schedule into it. Um, uh, in terms of the actual preparation, I think uh, I didn't realize um, the overtraining can be that uh, hazardous. I, I didn't realize that. Um, obviously, you always think that you are one less day training. Yeah. Your opponents or your fighters are going to have one over you. That That constant fight with yourself. Uh, and I know Sabina has and also has uh, and also my strength conditioning tra- partners that I've been training with a lot um, was telling me where's your off day? I said yeah. I yeah. said I will have off days. Don't worry. When I'm e- when I'm when I'm eating, I'm off day. I'm teaching. I'm having an off day. <laughs> I was refused to 
listen to them. I just thought, I'm feeling great. Two weeks, even right up to do it. I was like, I, I think I was uh, only about a couple of kilos off my mark with two weeks to go. And I think this was the first time I actually didn't have to do any sauna. That was actually how on target I was. Feeling great, lifting good weights, doing multiple. I think also at that campaign as well, I was doing rounds after rounds in the squat training because we do a lot of rounds. And and I feel like I, did, I didn't need a rest. And then something hit. Oh my God. I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, you, you... Two weeks before, uh, I, I, I never forget it. I was like, oh my God. I said, I can't believe this just happened. Uh, 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 felt a style with cough only. I thought, maybe I'll just dose up a little bit. And then flu sets in and then fever sets in. And then, uh, I, then I was literally training only uh, three, three times to four times a week, a little movement, nothing else. I mean, all the work has been put in already. Uh, the way I got, I got down there, I got down to my weight even before I went to the airport because I was obviously ill and not eating enough. Yeah. So it's a, 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 a bad way to do. Uh, but uh, my fitness was um, was quite good, but unfortunately, I I gasped usually in the second round because there is no breath. Uh, so through the rounds, um, I did patterns as well. Yeah. So I I was fortunate enough to to do. I, I always wanted to do uh, pattern and sparring. The reason why I want to come back to it as well is I just felt. <sighs> Um, there's two things. Uh, I wanted to prove to myself that I can uh, do more than one discipline. I want to show that I'm more than just a fighter. I want to see if I can push myself to be also a good pattern person. And perhaps, hopefully this time, putting a bit more time in and see if I can actually get a good result uh, on both events. Uh, I, I didn't plan on getting any medals. I just want to see how far I can push uh, both together uh, uh, when you're contending like that. There was sickness going on here. Um, I know that the, the breathing was gone, um, but I still got through a couple of rounds. So I'm, I'm delighted with that. The sparring-wise, um, uh, I think I was talking... I think I hover your podcast with I'm not sure who but you were talking about the the world championship uh, Germany hall yeah and it was a long walk I, I cannot remember which podcast that was I think it would have um, been um I think it would have been with, with Katrina oh with Katrina is it there was uh, some good in that ring because uh, because I was so ill the uh, my Sabina and Jerry were Jerry was my uh, ring coach. Every time we finish a match, we will walk all the way back to the the warm up area. Yeah, slowing it down so that at least if they're gonna call us back again, I have the time to recover my breath. 
and uh, we had a lot of vicks on every single round before we got back up so that i was at least able to get some uh, good tallies because that was the tactic there was no other way to do it you have to win a little bit early yeah and then because the i would have been gassed because there is no uh, there's no breath uh, i i can cry over spill milk here to say i overtraining or i look at the task look at the fighters and figure out how to win this based on my experience and based on the situation you you've been dealt with you've been given a bad hand because you you you, you trained too hard and you you went the wrong way so don't cry about it just get on with it it'll be the same as um uh, uh I'll, I'll talk about there's actually a problem with the foot <laughs> yeah. I'll, talk, I'll tell you later but um, um I suppose you can't really, you can't adjust, you, or you can't change the situation you were in. It was just like you said, you just had to get stuck in and, mm-hmm. and see what you could do with it. Did you feel that maybe because, like you said, you had to get, you kind of had to win the fight early? Did you feel like you nearly treat the first round like a team spar, go as hard as you can, or go get get most of the work done in the first no, round? No, it wasn't. It was more the fact that I just needed to because the guy that's coming that was in there, he they weren't really that experienced. So it's unnecessary. It depends. Sometimes um, uh, with the game changing that you need to hit first, the, the, the referee will see the score first. So you have to balance between being a very good uh, speed fighter and also a counter fighter. Because counter fighter, unless you're so super fast, um, the, the, the referees tend to side in the favor of the attacker because they 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 started the the attack so if you get hit and then you hit back strongly um it deems as emotion and then you potentially will pick up a few warnings so yeah. it depends how you want to see this you can choose to look at it as a, a negative that is not a fight anymore or you can choose to be positive in the fact is that uh, there was a. I'm not sure whose saying was this: to win a fight, you uh, hit but not be hit. Yeah, yeah. So if you use this philosophy in this instance in this new game, there shouldn't be because a fighter is a fighter. Um, uh, the finals between the two Europeans, uh, set, uh, eight years later, right, seven years in between, was completely different. And had I not being uh if i if i was being too proud and too egoistical i don't think i could have even come close to even be where i i was i had to change a lot of my uh not habits but just the way the 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 fight fight game has changed yeah and you have to adapt yeah like i think that's that's probably one of the the biggest reasons one of your, maybe your biggest achievements, but also maybe one of the biggest reasons you were able to go on for so long was that you happy you adapted your style and you, you you kind of adapted your style to maybe the other people as well because other people's styles would have changed, so you had to change and adapt to fighting people with a different style. But mm. also that so that meant maybe changing your style as well. Mm. I remember some of the biggest uh, learning curve I've learned was actually fighting against you guys, uh, yourselves, uh, Thomas. Actually, the smaller guys, because uh, you guys had uh, come up that side, and I realized that your front hand, the blitzing, was something very new for me. I mean, I, I you, um, 
the blitzing style that I had uh, uh, maybe uh, in 2012 and 2019 was completely different. And it had to change because of the uh, the speed and also yeah. the warning, the yeah. grabbing. You, you don't want to grab because if you hit too hard and then there's a grab, uh, that you potentially uh, uh, could uh, get a minus point. So it becomes like a almost a, a cat and mouse. People, a lot of people, com- I mean, people can complain that it's uh, uh, it's not as beautiful as uh, it was in the past. The the one in the past was a bit stronger. Oh, a fighter is a fighter. You either change. I, I'm going to say in five years from now, things are going to change again. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's probably going to go back to old school, but isn't that makes it more interesting? Then it gives people different chances. If you're unwilling to adapt, then you lose. Same yeah. with any uh, life, life itself, <laughs> work itself. Uh, different opportunities out there. I think that um, the fact that it's changing, it's whether you can actually tame your own, um, suppose ego, really. To see if you are able to uh, change it into such a uh, even, I've learned. Like I said, I've learned a lot from the the smaller fighters. I mean, the lighter weight fighters, and fighting. Uh, fighting when I when I spar, I love to spar against younger uh, uh, the the smaller fighters because they are usually faster, hundred percent faster. Yeah. Because if I can keep up with you guys, that means that in my weight category. I will be right up there. I'm not talking about team fighting. Team fighting is a whole new game. Individuals is uh, it's there's two rounds, so everything changes a little bit. Uh, so it, it, it was really really good coming back and learning this. Really, uh, had I actually won the the world championships. I probably couldn't have done what I did, in the sense of uh, being being humble enough to to take the defeat and trying to create a little uh, a little a little uh, legend from uh, myself. Yeah. Uh, of course, I would have loved to to get the world title. Everybody wants that. Yeah, uh, but the fact that you come back down, humble enough to create that without wanting, uh, without uh, thinking that I'm definitely going to win this, makes it much more precious. Yeah, I think uh, as well. Maybe the do you think the loss maybe in Germany and uh, kind of the way the kind of the last two weeks went kind of uh, made you really reset. Like if you if you had won the worlds in Germany. You know, you often maybe would have went right. The preparation was fine. I, 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 you know, it all went okay with the plan because I won. But often, like yeah, you, you learn more from a loss, and it really made you maybe evaluate uh, the preparation. I probably now. would be worried because the the negative effect from this would that I would have think that that's the correct mindset, and then that would have made me become the wrong mindset of being a, a an instructor and coach to my students as well. Because they will go through the same journey. Uh, if I push them so hard, it might even cause a burnout. 
the fact that I went through this and learned that there was a mistake um, and then go down another route to do the small fixture and went down the right route, uh, it made me realize that uh, I'm not a Superman. Uh, just to be, just because you think that the more you train, the better you get. No, training correctly. I actually have to be aware to actually have a day off or sometimes two day offs in the next campaign. Learning to train more correctly, more efficiently. I didn't get down my weight uh, so quickly because we were in the we were in the sauna. Yeah. And uh, the last uh, the last few ones because uh, I had to try and maintain my strength but without losing my weight too fast and then uh, getting uh, sick as a result if i get sick after uh, the championship is not such a big deal but it was the fact that uh, i needed to give myself the maximum chances because the level are so high yeah i've even found myself there was a time where i was kind of feeling as it was getting closer like the last couple of weeks you start feeling like I'm coming down with a bit of a, a bit of a cold and stuff like that, and so I kind of really kind of realise that, that maybe I need to dose up on the, the multivitamins and, and things like that. You need to become just more conscious of that happening. The the kind of it does happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I'm I've been fortunate enough that there's a, uh, I'm I'm quite structured, so. Even right now, uh, even uh, with everything that's going on, I'm, I make it a uh, like a religion come to the fact that there is things that I need to do daily in terms of supplementation, just so that because I heard recently that they say that something about it uh, it attacks the uh, the uh, the Asian the the flu actually my, the uh, the the pandemic the virus actually attacks us more, and I'm like. Okay, I better dose up a bit more. <laughs> yeah, I have to reach it. I was like, okay, thanks very much. Oh. Yeah, I think as well. You're just saying like about the the changes in style and that maybe it's not as uh it's not as tough and stuff like that. And I think like I think it's kind of a shame. Like I know if myself, I think I would like to see maybe the style like the, the contact and stuff like that. Maybe go back a small bit to maybe the, what was allowed before. Because I think it's nearly unfair to say that you know fighters t- fighters aren't as tough today. I I think like fighters are just as tough. It's just the rules don't allow it. Um, I don't think changing letting the contact go would would change who wins because the bet like you said fighters fight and the best people win winners win. Um, I think the same people would win, but I think like that would maybe make for a better spectacle, a better watch for people if the contact was allowed go a bit more. And uh, I think maybe it would get fighters a chance to show off some of their toughness i think you're right in that instance um now that coming off this um we are we i've been fortunate to be uh, be part of the athletes committee of the itf i mean some of the things that we would i, I would like to find out is perhaps there has to, when a decision is made there has to be a reason behind this changing of why is it maybe they felt that there is a, a, a scientific background behind it or maybe uh, there has to be a legitimate reason why they just have to change the rules that it, the contact needs to be lighter or perhaps if we can uh, increase the contact but then maybe put a um, 
video analysis back or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm just thinking about it uh, out loud right now. Um, I do believe that that by by improve by increasing the contact, the game will change the game. And I'm sure it could be in about two to three years from now, it could easily easily go back to that style again because they could have uh, uh, maybe the the people in the ITF that is managing the rule change of this are satisfied that by uh, by going a little bit stronger contact that whatever concern that they have uh, is not so worrying anymore if that makes sense to you yeah there has to be a reason why they choose to uh, reduce the contract maybe something happened maybe we don't know maybe uh, the contract is too high for maybe an application for them to get uh, into one of the uh, maybe sports accord or something like that I'm not entirely sure but this is just something I'm guessing but unless you're behind the scene figuring out exactly why a decision is being made but we saw the transition changing like this. We did yeah. see it slowly from 213. Yeah. Straight after 212, I actually noticed already myself, 213, 214, 215. And it, to right now, then the fighters needed, if you don't change, you will just uh, you will just blend up. You, a lot of people will probably end up retiring. And most of the people that is from the, the old school are not where they are. So then... The concern is not there anymore because the people left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The well, fighters left, so there's only the people maybe that is became senior in two fifteen, and they saw when they were junior two twelve to eleven those time that they say, hmm, "I would love to go back to that style, but how?" So, um, perhaps. Uh, there's a good few committees that's going on right now, so I, I'll be I'll be I'll be interested to 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 look into this more uh, in the future with the team. I think there's a there's a because of this lockdown, there's been a lot more uh, communication on the uh, on the group to create opportunities when things are open again. So uh, I. Uh, if we keep talking when we are when we when you are competing in the future, remind uh, remind us, and we will put this onto the 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 platform. Whereby at the end of the day, without athletes, without uh, TKD practitioner, there is no tournaments. Yeah. Likewise, without referees and everything like uh, referees and people organizers like that. So we kind of need to balance between the the, the two here. Yeah, so I look forward also to to do that side of things uh, because uh, it, it's something that um, I I love to see is the fairness and uh, the fair game basically. Uh, if people can fight fairly, usually those who work hardest are the one that prevail as the vic- victors. Yeah, I think it's definitely a, a a good conversation maybe to be had and I could. It's a big, it's a big one because like that the rule, the rules dictate the style of sparring that you see because the the the, the fighters will always adapt to the rules and to, to what's efficient and what mm. what's what's most likely going to help them help them win. But um, so but like like you said, kind of after after twenty seventeen, you were you were nearly going to step away after achieving the team the three in a row the team, 
and then you managed to, yeah, you, you, you decided to big, stay on. Time. You decided to stay on for 2018 and into 2019, but the plan originally, I think, was to step away after the 2019 Worlds, and that kind of ended up, uh, ended up, there was a, there was a, bit, of a there was a bit of a change. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe somewhat to me, but, uh, yeah, and, um, I suppose, like, yeah, we could tell the story that if you were going to maybe step away after the 2019 Worlds um, and you had 10 Worlds and 9 Euros and we, we were having a chat after the competition and I kind of convinced you maybe to stay on and go for 10 Worlds and 10 Euros. Yeah. It was very, mist- I think, uh, being so close as well. I mean, that was kind of added to the icing. I'm always uh, a believer in a bit of a... Uh, uh, what would you say? Uh, a mystical belief. Uh, it, I'm just. It's it's like a. I always maybe it's the the Irish in me now. I always like a story. I always love a bit of a story, uh, a dreaming like type of stuff, and uh, being in the same team uh, with such a big transition for myself, and I thought that. I was so close and because the Europeans was not so far away and it gave, it didn't, I didn't have to, I I didn't have to, it doesn't have to be that another year longer because it's such a small fix. Uh, I had, I believe that had I not got sick, I probably would have pushed myself harder, if that makes sense. Result doesn't matter. It's more the fact that I was a bit, it was like I knew I could have done better, but because I had to work around it because of my fitness level due to the sickness. And I thought that what if I was completely healthy? Perhaps I could push myself further. I never dreamt of uh, finishing uh, with a victory. I just hope that by doing this well, I would have do the best and perhaps even stand on the podium. What a nice way to finish too. Uh, it was just a great finish. I, I just, I can't even begin to uh, imagine it. It was um, when, when the fight was over the final, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, joy was the second, joy was second, relief was first because I cannot believe I actually achieved what I set out to do. It was such a big relief in the sense of, wow, if you actually um, go towards this goal and pursue this goal, it may come. And wow, uh, the joy came in, actually the real joy came in two days later. When, because I needed, I remember after that evening, we also need to prepare for uh, our team. Team, yeah. And I couldn't be only focusing on myself because I still have a job to do. I, I can't celebrate yet. It was lovely. Uh, the, 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 the coaches uh, and, uh, and the, the management team uh, really gave me a, that, that evening was just amazing that it was being appreciated like that. Uh, but I knew that uh, my day's not finished yet. My my journey is not yet because there was still a few people that hasn't got the medal that is in the team as well. That was actually that's the only thing in my mind. And only uh, I think on the Sunday uh, after the competition has finished and we did 
so well against a very strong opponent from Poland, because we we also met them in the uh, in the World Championship, and we didn't do too well that time because we were just uh, we 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 didn't we just how would you say we already counted ourselves out. Yeah. After the 2017, because it was a brand new team and we were much smaller fighter, um, I refuse to believe this time because everyone was doing so well. It was most of them are our second or third time being on the team, even the smaller fighters, and we did great, didn't we? Yeah, it was a uh, stuck in, <laughs> but uh, like I felt with that team that like maybe anybody outside of outside of Poland and. Um, Maybe Germany. That like it's like I'd fancy us. I would have fancied that team against against any of the any other team. It's like the guys. Maybe Poland. They were just a little bit too big for us at that time, you know. Like, and but anybody else with maybe somewhat smaller fighters. It's like I, I'd back us that we would have a very good chance of be, beating any team. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I see some of the people like yourselves and uh, Thomas as well as also. Um, uh, Luke Moriarty, all st- stepping up to f- fighting bigger people because you have transitioned this way, and now because previously the minus fifty-seven are not in the team <laughs> yeah. because you're considering light, and when you're fighting somebody, you could potentially get injured, and this is just from a physicality perspective as well. But to see uh, uh, the new blood stepping up to the plate like that. That in itself was very, uh, very nice for me to see because there is a good chance, and then for the future generation when they come, by the time you guys have the experience, you'll be able to pass it on. Most likely, you guys, you could be moving to uh, the next category, sixty trees. Uh, once you have a very successful uh, next year, when the Europeans or the World Championship comes back, if you stand on the top podium. Uh, I'm pretty sure that you have achieved your dream, and you probably move to the next stage because you are you're quite tall. Yeah. You're very tall for 57, but maybe you stay on. But then you could also potentially move up to challenge yourself. I think that's probably one of the reasons I went to 78 uh, as well because I wanted to give myself a little push to see where I can. Uh, challenge myself and also being a very crucial team member uh, and that in itself is very empowering because as a martial artist if you stay the same way all the time there is no challenge to your own mindset Yeah, and to be able to step outside that category it's a very uh, empowering thing yeah de- definitely last year I um definitely enjoy being part of the team it's like that because when i first came in it was something that wasn't like we had a lot of really good guys up in the 70 kilos and 78s and even mm. one or two guys in the 85s so the the chance for the smaller people to step on to the team wasn't really a but there wasn't much of an opportunity there but last year mm. obviously i came around and really enjoyed being part of the team it's like i'd love to mm. be i'd love to like that I'd love to step up and um, and go out and be a part of the team and uh, and try and try and help the guys win a medal there and help the team win a medal. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully it's something I'll get to I'll get to do more going forward. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a different buzz. You you sp- you say something really there correct as well because it's one thing that you can get medals for yourself. It's another feeling 
mean that you are now out there. Uh, if you have perceived your own medal, now the mindset is now to get the medal for your other team members. That was actually uh, that's that's the other that's the martial art of us to to go and get the medal for uh, the rest of the team members, so that everyone gets away with something, something, and that it's actually in itself is part of us being maturing to be a a person and a martial artist. Yeah. And you said it there after obviously winning in uh, in Bosnia, that it was more so the first thing that hit you was was relief, and uh, yeah, I kind of actually I kind of nearly had the the same thing. I remember at the the Worlds in twenty seventeen in Ireland it was kind of, it was this kind of like, I've done it, I did it. You know, it's like you got you kind of believe mm-hmm. that you you believe you're good enough and you believe that you can do it, and then there's that kind of thing of, oh, I, I actually did do it, and it, you know, then it takes yeah. a bit. Of, bit of time but it's real. It, yeah that's it and but was that much of a did you have the same feeling in 2012 after winning as you did in 2019 or was no, it was totally it different completely different no. yeah 2019 was uh utter disbelief uh because uh, at that particular time uh the my opponent gregor he is he uh, i lost the finals in New Zealand to him and then I'm always sick I do not know why I am so stupid uh, and that one was also another challenge for me and uh, uh, and then I thought I have to do something different so so keep losing and then we're beating him in his home ground that was a different feeling to this one here um, it was the fact that um, I have grown as a person. I just needed to look into myself and work on my fitness level. I looked at the game. In the past, it's not so much fitness. It was a lot more strength because strength sometimes beats fitness as well. That's why I said, if the game has changed, uh, the style of training will have to change a little bit. And that in itself is very interesting. But uh, because the game is very, very cat and mouse change your fitness level needs to be up and when you are when you're older also because that time i was 32 this this time i'm 39 it's a big difference and then i had to that's why i had to go outside so i had to but i tend to learn to you you know as a fighter yourself you know how to find a way to uh, find little moments in the ring during sparring to to relax and not get so hyped up. So that's why I, I went out to do a bit more running, a bit more strength and conditioning because we don't we don't know how to uh, learn to be find moments to to rest if that makes sense. So I wanted to challenge myself in those areas so that when I'm in the ring, I am very fit because this is what my body needs as I'm older. But for the younger fighters, maybe not so much. They need to improve their skills. So that's why I say it depends on the person. And I know I needed to to improve my fitness level. And by just doing uh, taekwondo, it's not enough because my body is too clever to rest. Yeah. We've learned our, our human body. Us, we we de- we we we, de- we we cheat ourselves a little bit. We just when the instructor is not looking, when anyone is not looking, we would probably kick maybe a bit softer <laughs> the pad. 
Yeah. When the instructor, maybe I'm sure you kick harder when Adrian is looking at you. <laughs> when he's not looking, you'll be a bit less strong. It is normal because we we crave for the attention of our instructor. It's it it's it's, it's just normal human thing. So that's why I wanted to challenge myself in that instance. And when the victory came uh, on that, uh, the fight was very different. If I if I remember completely, uh, both I can see the the, the scores. Uh, both I didn't want to know the scores. Uh, I could glance it during halftime, but the difference was that all I wanted to do this time was that I want to be first. And also, I want the scores to be so high that even if I make a mistake, because I did make a couple of mistakes on this on the start of the second round, he still cannot beat my score. That's actually how far I want to push this. It's like, um, do you remember the, the story of the hare and the tortoise? Yeah. He slows down because he thought, ah, whatever. He's not going to catch up. So he just have a snooze there. So it did be the same as this. Uh, I refuse to think like that. Uh, I just go all the way. I always constantly think that he's just behind me. And I went all the way down there because I've been through this already. If I slack, the tortoise is going to catch me. Because I was the, I was a tortoise in, in the past because I was trying yeah. to catch up all the time. And now I want to go all the way because I want to, to win so far to, to, to compensate if I make a mistake. So, but that can only happen if you put in the time in to do work, yeah. work, work, including in your squat training. We need to train very hard, not waiting for our national coaches to tell us to do something. Just take the initiatives to, to put the work out there. Uh, you see there's a time of gap and don't be shy at this time to to bring um, another weaker uh, I don't like to say weaker a less experienced fighter up because you grow as a person and a lot of this fighter in the future will become your your peers yeah, yeah. I mean isn't it great that in the past, I mean, we were we come from totally different generation, and now we're talking like peers because uh, I'm able to share. But I've also learned a lot, a great deal from the way you guys you spar. And then I said, imagine I can pick a few things, and then if I've learned to fight, <laughs> I remember this one movement where we clash the legs and hit, uh, hit on the head. And you guys was doing it to me many times. I remember doing it one time in one of the spars. I was so happy. I can't wait to tell you in the next squat training. I, was, I remember that as well. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's <laughs> and nice that's when, something that we can share. Yeah, it's nice when you hit like that, when you've been training something and it's just a, it managed, you managed into maybe something's been working on you and you've kind of went away. You thought, who oh, can I get that to work on somebody else? And then you managed to get it to work on somebody else. You feel like, uh, you know. I'm, yes. And I'm you can't wait to go back and tell the person that you learned it from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's interesting you said and that well. in itself has been very good. It's like, it's like, like you said, uh, you would have still been out, like you would have been, you were in the minus seventy one at the time spot, and I would have only been a, like mm. that, yeah, I would have only been a junior, 
uh, coming onto the team and mm. there was only one spot like I, I think a lot of people when I would have first came on weren't didn't maybe not necessarily thought that they would even get this fight senior because like that it was one spot I suppose you were looking at some of the guys like who were in this like yourself was there like Stephen Ryan was just behind you in the, in terms of like getting that spot yeah and you were looking at 63 Luke Woods at a 63 spot he was world champion you guys like mm-hmm. Darren it was like Jesus fighting senior maybe wasn't even on the it was something you were thinking about and then things kind of change and next thing there's two spots and there's weight changes and people move on and then 10 years later you end up you're still kind of people are still there and you're fighting on the team together it's kind of a it's an interesting kind of way to it the way things kind of develop isn't it yeah it's um it's it's that and yeah it can still be the bridge between the two because the i, I kind of uh the, the difference i suppose this campaign is also is um i know what i want that's a big difference I know I want to achieve that, and I don't really, I, I didn't really mind uh, uh, risking everything for not getting it because I was there once, and if I do this, um, I was also wanting to achieve this so that I can inspire that if you are a late starter in the because the standards are so high, if you are a late starter, you can still achieve this and not give up just because you didn't achieve it first or second time. Because in the 10 World Championships, I, also, I only stand on the 10, uh, on, uh, only two of their podiums, and it's in the individual. Am I upset about it? No, because it's, it is my journey. There's a lot of people that they did not get on the podium, they just stopped. Because if you think about it, for the first six World Championships, is it? Sorry, for the first five, is it 99, Yeah, for the first five World Championship, I was all pretty much most of the last uh, third, fourth, and fifth. I was in the quarterfinals. All three of them. Always so close. Only the sixth one that I was able to get somewhere. So uh, that's 10 years already. Yeah. And a lot of people give themselves such a high uh, pressure from themselves that they need to achieve it now. When people ask, how did you get on? Oh, I didn't win. And then the conversation stops there. And it can be very, very um, sad in the sense of the conversation. Uh, I usually tend to uh, talk to the person and say, oh, that's okay. Tell me what works for you and what didn't work. Now that that continues the conversation because the person has put in perhaps, I don't know, like in the championships, you would have at least prepared 12 weeks to, to 13 weeks before a competition, correct? Yeah. Just to be uh, swept away by one conversation. Did you win or did you lose? Did you win? Did you win the championship after you come back? It's, it's kind of a bit of a downer after 12 weeks of putting the time in. But you can also choose to get to know the person I'm sure it'll be the opposite way as well. And you say, oh, how, tell me about the earlier rounds that you won. That's not nice. Yeah. But even like, as you, I suppose, looking at it, if, you, if you're only just in it to, if the only reason you do it is because it's, it's just to win, I suppose, um, like that, it can be just swept it. Well, did I win? No. Okay. Well, wasn't that a waste of time? But if you can get some enjoyment in uh, maybe, did you enjoy training? Did you enjoy the competition? Did you enjoy the, the maybe the rounds you had? Did you enjoy the fight? Like 
could, did you get enjoyment in other areas? Obviously, you're going to be upset because you lost, but was there enjoyment yeah. in other areas? Um, lo- losing losing will hurt, and I didn't like that like that. But uh, it doesn't that doesn't stop. But apart no. apart from that feeling of losing, was there enjoyment in other areas? And then maybe focus on them, make some adjustments for the reason you lost. But maybe sometimes you need to focus more on what what you enjoyed. I suppose about the experience and the training and that the, the most yeah. than just getting too bogged down in in the loss. Yeah, yeah. And it's difficult as well because to continue talking as well. So when you are the person that asking as well, it needs to be very genuine. It cannot just be something that you want to get it out of the way. Uh, you, you actually have to be sit there and genuine and be listening to the conversation. And that is, if you can get this off the person in that in that type of conversation, you're going to find that the, the the relationship, the friendship that you have with that person will go a much longer way. And the campaign for the next competition will also grow. And hopefully that individual will also become a much better ambassador to the younger generation too. And that in itself is, and we are a martial artist at the end of the day, is if we can continue to breathe this. And it's no sex, it's no, uh, it's no uh, surprise that uh, I'm sure other countries are doing it as well, but, but I notice it that we are doing it ourselves. Uh, that Ireland is slowly growing stronger and stronger. Yeah, we have a little dip time, but we still have uh, our champions, if that makes sense. And this is very pleasing for me to see uh, uh, being being in the in the team for quite a while now, seeing this transition. Uh, you, we're going to have moments that some are going to be very top and then there's then people shine in different times. We still have people shine in different times, different euros. And it was great that not because if everyone all win together, then we don't really have stars because everyone is saying, are oh, you expected to win? But if people win at different times, then everyone ha- become celebrities or shine at different times and isn't it great that if people have different times to shine you shine in 270 and uh, it was the fact that it was just bang 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 the four views all yeah. one that was amazing topped it all up like that yeah that was they didn't take away uh but if everybody had won for example it it wouldn't have been that yeah. uh, special but it's only the few of you that went like that. It was pretty nice to see that. I suppose, yeah. If it was like that, I suppose, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Kind of a thing is there, isn't it? It's like you know, <laughs> if it was easy and everybody was doing it, then it wouldn't mean anything. I suppose, yeah. Like you said, it's it's the, everybody gets their chance to shine, and it, it's because it's difficult to do. It, it kind of it stands out. After after um. After obviously winning in Bosnia, did did you feel any any? I know I was kind of we were, I was joking with you like, oh, you have to stay on and defend it, and and that was there. Any, was was there was there any kind of feeling that maybe you would stay on, or, or did you know no, de- straight away? Definitely not at all. Zero. That's it. I need. I knew I needed just to do the teams fighting. My mindset staying on for that, and after that, no. Uh, I uh, you, when I. The first time I knew it was when I went to the the Irish Cup in October, November, sorry, and I was uh, refereeing there, and I just enjoyed the fight, and I don't even miss it. And that is actually how I knew I uh, I have um, I've done what I needed to do. 
Um, I set out to go for that goal, and I could not believe that I got there. To finish on a high, I mean, there is not many people that can actually say that. Uh, I I do I I refuse. I didn't want to finish uh, on a injury uh, or a loss. Actually, I did have an injury. <laughs> yeah. uh, I actually have a uh, a turf toe, so um, it was just it was just after the World Championships. Uh, the ligaments on my big toe was completely ruptured, split. So I didn't really want to tell people because uh, I didn't really want to even tell anybody. I just needed to get a certificate that I can actually put my toe kind of can can survive through the tournament, basically. Yeah. And they needed a big surgery, and I not. I haven't got that done yet because it's not it's hasn't really been impeding me. I have five years to get it done, so I found a way to to not being upset about it and manage the injury. So it'd be the same as if I have any advice to anybody else. If you as you get older, the most important thing is to manage your injury, and once you manage your injury, your your mind gets more experience. You are more and more experienced. And if you can manage the injury and your health and well-being, uh, you are you are able to be up there matching with the uh, with the more the fitter person. Yeah, and did did you think like you said at the Irish Cup you didn't feel like you didn't feel like you missed it? But would you think if Euros had happened, or do you think when the next Europeans happen and you see you see the guys maybe that they fight they're fighting they're fighting and you see the person who stands on the top of the podium? And do you, do you think you're kind of thinking? Well, I, w- I would I wouldn't mind having a, having a go. That, the funny thing is, not really anymore. Um, no, it's, I kind of um, um, Sabina had mentioned. Oh, why don't you do pattern as well? I said. Uh, I said. She said, "Never say never." I said, "Okay, never say." Never. I said, "But from a fighting perspective." I think I've set out to achieve what I want to achieve. And um, what if you win another one? Does that change anything? If that's the most important thing, isn't it nice for a change now to to let a new generation take over and just watch? And for me to also as a person to grow, uh, I, I love to. My next goal is now. Uh, I, I love that. My students get on the national team, and one day they will also have the opportunity to become European or world champion. That that would be a goal of mine. And if I don't come off that, I I'm afraid that I might not have enough um, energy to give them one hundred percent. Like you said, it's it's mystical that I could finish like that. Um, uh, why ruin it? Yeah, I would agree with that as well. Um, and if you go to another one, then it's not ten and ten; it's ten and eleven. And for for some reason, that yeah, that just doesn't seem. That would as be good. very confusing for me. It just doesn't <laughs> seem as good, you know. To 10, 10 worlds, ten euros, finish with a gold medal. Like it, I think, yeah, like you said, it does have that as uh, maybe storybook ending, which you know, yeah, not not many people get is uh, in in any sport really. Yeah, I I kind of knew uh, it was time to to call it. It was I knew went to college and went uh, 
if um, how would you say if I had made up my mind and you had told me then uh, when we had that chat if I was swayed that means I wasn't ready yeah but after this I was so ready because I cannot believe this because it was so uh, it was like you got to the top of the mountain or you get over this you're like can't believe I actually achieved this uh, it took it's um, it's still it's six months now it's six months since the day and uh, I think uh, I think recently there was a uh, a gentleman who put it up I think TKD Techers put it up and it was the first time I was actually to see the video with the scores on throughout the fight so uh, and that was the same feeling with how I approached that fight but I just didn't look at the scores because I think actually if you're saying this right you know how you said that the contact level has uh, uh, changed I think a lot of the time the contact level has changed too because a lot of people are not engaging so much because they are giving themselves the space and the the time to also look at the scoreboards. Potentially, yeah. That means the fight are not as an engaging. Yeah. If that makes sense to you. Yeah. Interesting if, you said that because I was only watching... Distraction... Yeah, is it because I was only watching... It just happened to be yesterday. I was just flicking through YouTube and I, I, I turned on uh, Kieran Ryan and uh, Neil Ernest from the 2005 Worlds. And I was kind of thinking, like, yeah. how, how much would, if there was a scoreboard, maybe would the approach to that have changed? Um, like, would guys have changed their game plan? Would maybe, you know, would Neil have went with the same tactics for the whole fight as he was doing? Or if you could see that he was losing the fight, would he have would he have changed? Would he have done something different? So I think, you know, it's kind of, like that you said, it, 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 it definitely plays a part, doesn't it? Like, in people want to step back it changes the game plan like you said they stay, they want to give themselves time to look at the scoreboard and see what see what's happening before before engaging or, or deciding what they're going to do yeah you if the scoreboard was not there that last 20 seconds when you know your way up would not happen because you don't know that means uh the fight would not be uh on your back foot kicking away kicking your front leg it will be still on the front foot trying to be so far ahead that you know you're winning because that last 20 seconds changes everything because of the uh, the the score if you know you're way ahead you might as well just take the warnings and then flip it around that that could be the mentality for uh, a few of the fights um, about maybe 50 to 60 to 70 percent of the fight uh, not everyone fights like that but i would say the majority if you're so if you already know that you're so ahead why would you risk it if that makes sense to you yeah. it's the clever thing but if you don't know the score this will never happen which means then the engaging would change the posture of the fighters would change um yeah so um i i i'm not going to uh uh say whether the scoreboard is there is good or not i just think that uh, maybe as a our coaching perspective and also the athlete's perspective is that we must learn not to look at it so often that it changes the posture and the positioning of ourselves that may be negative to our style of fighting. Yeah. If it's positive and you, if you can do it, if that's your style of fighting without affecting it, go for it. 
but uh, those people that does not lean back and kick or stay back too much, they will be in risk of this if they look at the scoreboards because the person will come forward. Yeah, even so, I think it's merely a mental. Like each individual person can approach it different, and I know I have even myself mm-hmm. at different times. That like then, I think it, like in twenty seventeen was one that kind of stands out there where it was like if I was ahead like it was like I was maybe just ahead 2-1-1 one, one. it's like well why not go 3-1 mm. why not go 4-0 it's like you know if, if if what you're doing is working then why necessarily change just because you're winning why not keep that working you know it's like if, do you know what I mean but, that, but that's a very good mentality um, but unfortunately that is the mentality I will agree with you 100% but unfortunately there's a lot of people will not adapt this because uh, when they see the score they are ahead they are like, oh, I'm ahead. I'm freaking out. I, I have a chance to win here, rather than push it so far. Like the like we were talking about the 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 hair and the tortoise story here. You push so far ahead that even a headshot afterwards, you made a mistake. They cannot catch you. Yeah. And this is what you. But this is an individual thing, or maybe. I don't know. I don't really like to blame on instructor because when you are up to that level, uh, you usually. Uh, taekwondo you have been black belt for about five years before you get to represent the country um that means about maybe six years before you represent uh six years by the experience so do you blame your instructor if you're going to be looking at that when you're when you're international your your instructor serves as a guy no longer you can't really blame them they will share the losses with you but the the victory, I mean, it's it's up to you to kind of fix your uh, fix those little mistakes, if that makes sense. They they have they also have other students that they need to take care of, um, and uh, each each person's habits habit habits. And that's why I say this habit that I gained from the the, uh, the the world championships and the European championships, the habit was that I trained so hard, got sick. Now I need to push myself in a better position so that I don't get sick. And then that only gives you a fighting chance. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to win. A lot of people feel that I've done this, or I'm going to win this. No, this is not the right mindset. You do it so well and you have to do it because you love it. Yeah. You get up, you go to training. I, I, can, I, I now can't wait when this pandemic is over just to, just to go and maybe... Uh, do some sparring, do some patterns, uh, lift some weights, go for, I, I will just, I'll do some running, but um, still need to be the guidelines. You need to be participating in this, uh, but I can't wait to, uh, to, to get back to some sort of uh, normality for myself so that I can become, so that I can actually help the next generation to come up. And actually yeah. get the same uh, joy that he had gave me. Yeah. So, is the would you think going forward that's one of the goals? Is it, is it a goal to 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 coach or to train uh, a world champion? Um, I love to we love to work together a plan with uh, Sabina to improve our club. We have a full time premises that we I want to see how I can maybe do a uh, some development thing. Where uh, we are in talks with uh, some of the 
uh, other uh, instructors, Leinster instructors, and perhaps put a plan together uh, to focus on the, uh, the, the the blue and the the red belts because they are the biggest drop off. Uh, I look at them because they are also our future. And yeah. um, of course, I love to be able to help uh, you guys achieve your championship titles uh, like yourselves um, in those little specific, specific, but we are also surrounded by our coaches, our national coaches. All of them are so capable. That's why we got our result. So there's quite a lot of plate that's, that is happening at the moment, but mostly um, there is a big gap that I can I know that I can offer is the the, the younger the the blue to red belt. I, I love to focus on that if I can, uh, and still spend a bit more time with the senior because then I can keep, upkeep myself. The day I stop fighting is also the day I I forget how how the levels of you guys have moved away as well. So I want to be able to still maybe do some some rounds with you guys so that I can upkeep with the speed so that I can uh, what you call that uh, bottom feed them upwards. Because yeah. otherwise, it'll be a fake reality if I stop completely the elite level and go from here and then give a fake impression. You guys have continued to move. And I thought that the level is here, but you guys have moved past this already. So it would be very, very selfish of me to not engage with both sides, to know how far to push them to you guys. Because it would be, it'd be very ignorant of me to think that you guys are staying stagnant, which I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I get you one hundred percent. Yeah, to see the, the the you need to see the development, see the changes that are happening. Like the way you saw the changes as a competitor, that's going to still continue to happen. Mm. And then you need to be able to relay that relay that then to the competitors or the the younger people, the the people behind that you need to bring up that level. Um. Yeah, uh, but, but kind of before we nearly finish up, uh, if you had to yep. pick, if you had to pick a a favorite fighter, uh, who would you pick? I don't necessarily, it could be Taekwondo, it could be kickboxing, it could be MMA, it could be boxing. If you had to pick a favourite fighter, uh, who would you pick? Uh, probably, the the reason why I picked this fighter was actually, I think for some reason, um, the, he was kind of forgotten a little bit, but I remember he was the first fighter that I seen when I was first starting my first campaign. And he was around for a little while, it was actually the guy from Brasilia. Brazil, uh, is it David Kerr? David Kerr, yeah. Yeah, he went through different moments of time and changing. And I remember being, I we we spoke in very very uh, intensively after a few campaigns. Later, there's no social media then, by the way, back then. So there's no way of communicating. Only a couple of years later in a world championships. And uh, I remember talking to him and he said that I, there is not much uh, organization in, uh, because Brazil is very big and he's living in a very small town and he trains by himself a lot and he tried to use imaginary tools. And when I seen something like this, I really had no excuse. He probably was one of the things that I think that anything can really be done. And the speed was incredible even by back then. Maybe people are much faster now, but I do remember at that time um, and then I think that only recently, because I do not know how many 
uh, individual titles. But recently, I saw, I think he has four individual world yeah. titles. I was going to say, yeah, I was talking to like I would have been the same as as you said. Many people have forgotten who he is. And um, to me, it wasn't somebody I would have really thought of. Like, like I would just. It sounds bad. I would have known him as the guy from Brazil. Like you said, they don't bring a big team. I knew he was from Brazil. I knew maybe he had some success previously. It was only I was talking to to Mark like that. He had up uh, Mark Trotter had up on Instagram, and I was talking to that. I talked to him a little bit and messaged him a bit, and he said, "Yeah, he's four four world titles, and I think nobody else has four. No individual senior male has four world titles. So that would make him the most successful senior male sparer in ITF Taekwondo. So." And, and he did it all by himself mostly which yeah. is which is even more impressive if that makes sense to you yeah uh and he did it back in the days where not there's not much able to exchange Ideas. we can't exchange yeah. like what now so there's no excuse these days because we can travel so easily and we can get information so easily right the only thing that limited is our own imaginations and our own um, our own intuition I mean, it is, uh, that that's not to be, unfortunately, I don't really have, I, I'm kind of a little bit, uh, if I watch, I, I do watch uh, the, the fights, the boxing fights. I do enjoy it, but I never really got into knowing them like a, on a personal, like the, when I hear your podcast, you know them by the names and the, the fight rounds. I'll be like, how come I don't remember that? Yeah. I, I just, I don't. I just have, I have a I have a big pa- I have a big passion for it, so uh, I think that's why. Yeah, amazing. But uh, like that, yeah, I think David Kerr is a is a great pick. Like you said, often goes is forgotten by a lot of the younger people coming through. And um, there is quite a good lot of videos of him on YouTube that I have watched the last few days, and he was definitely a beast in his time. So maybe people could go back and watch some of that, mm. and, and like like that, you see the most successful senior male spar that we've had in the sport. Yeah. I mean, there are loads of other great, I mean, fighters. Oh yeah. I mean, the likes of the Korean guy, um, the uh, Huang Su Il. Uh, uh, there is another guy that fought um, Barada in the final. That was that was a great fight. I did enjoy that fight. They did three rounds. Uh, I, I saw some of your previous you you're gonna ask which is the fights i remember the most is that correct uh i can do yeah if you had to pick a favorite fight what would you pick is actually the fight in 2001 in rimini there was three rounds and um against thomas barada and the guy from korea uh, i think he's uh we Nam. his name was minus 63 and uh, the guy from Korea was spectacular performer. So different between one was the front leg kicker and the other one was a back leg kicker and all sorts. He can do multiple, really a show of spectacular. Had it been two rounds, uh, Ri Choinam would have won. But it was three rounds. It was made silly mistakes. It was three rounds of two minutes. That was the only tournament that was changed three rounds of two minutes. And it had favored uh, Thomas in that instance. Uh, I think I was also very young then as well. So to me, that spectacle, it probably sealed in my mind to see that there's many ways to skin a cat. And to see both style winning at different ways was quite incredible to watch at that time. 
yeah so yeah, I think that's a good pick um, maybe some people might have some footage I'm not too sure if it's on YouTube or what so maybe if it is people can go look there I and... hope so I just remember in my head it's funny how and that's actually a long long time ago yeah um, like I said I think we'll leave it there Hong thanks a million for coming on I think it was like a, thank you you're the first person to be on to come on twice but I think you had a good story to tell in the last 12 months and there were some good successes there so uh, yeah so it's good to I hope to people can take away something and uh, never really don't really give up just because it didn't work for them uh, the first time around and hopefully they can uh, they can use this uh, podcast for many many good things you've done a great job and hopefully they'll be able to use this as a platform for them to achieve better things and greater things and maybe we can create more champions as a result of this yeah but like i said like i said to you what like in a time maybe where i was feeling that uh not the most motivated senior be there for 20 years kind of maybe think that maybe there's keep going keep pushing and um, maybe and there's there's a chance to achieve maybe maybe not right now but maybe i could still win another medal in another 10 years time and you know, keep keep pushing. Yeah. You can create a new, completely platform for yourself and create a whole, a brand new level for yourself. The greatest song hasn't really been changed. The greatest fighter hasn't been created really, and it could easily be yourself here. So, I mean, I say go for it. One hundred percent. Yeah, thanks, Mina, for coming on, and uh, all the best. I talk to you soon. <laughs>